All right, so I was going to make some musical intro for gut reactions, but, you know, after that performance from the Green Bay Packers tonight, 23-7 to loss to the Minnesota Vikings to open the 2022 season, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve a musical intro. They don't deserve pomp and circumstance. They showed up, but that was about it in the sense of they got off the bus and they played the football game, but not very well in any aspect. Maybe, hey, if you want to hang your hat on a positive aspect of this football game, the special teams didn't completely screw it up. Amari Rogers didn't muff a punt. Protection seemed pretty good for the most part. On the extra point, hey, they kicked an extra point. Kickoff coverage seemed pretty good. Uh, Punt coverage seemed pretty good. So special teams, your lone gold star for this week. Good to see everybody in the comments section. A lot of folks undoubtedly have some stuff to say. And before I get to all the comments, I do want to kind of reiterate what I just put up there on Twitter. It's not that the Packers got beat. I can handle the Packers getting beat. Like, I'm looking at, you know, highlights from throughout the day. Like, we got this Giants-Tennessee game. It's 21-20. Like, that's a competitive game. Like, you look at the, the Browns versus the Panthers. That's a game that looked like the... Rounds are pulling away, but the Panthers fought back. Like, the Packers never really fought back in this game. And I understand, you know, you have the fourth and goal that doesn't go your way, etc. Like, there are going to be discrepancies and, th- you know, circumstances, context, whatever. But the Packers never really showed any fight in this game. I mean, A.J. Dillon was pretty much the one guy, the one player who played like he had any semblance of any kind of heart and want to, and desire. For the most part, though, felt like they mailed it in. And well, I don't know what it is about Matt LaFleur's teams, but, you know, they get punched in the mouth. They do not respond well. You get down 17 nothing at half, this is not a team that you think, oh, yeah, they're definitely coming back. No doubt about it. Now, again, there are, you know, things that transpire throughout the game, context, whatever. Who knows how this game turns if Christian Watson just holds on to that first fucking pass. The whole game could be different. No question about it. Who knows? Maybe Aaron Rodgers would have thrown to him again after that drop. We'll never know. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a frustrating day in Packerland. And I'm here for your gut reactions, folks. Pete, thanks for the super chat. Nags, I saw your tweet indicating that Lafleur teams crumble when punched in the mouth. I felt this way going back into the mat. Uh, Mike McCarthy era. What do you think contributes to that lack of mental toughness through adversity? I think some of it is how they're constructed offensively. The fact that they always want to throw it around the yard, especially when they get down, let alone when things are in the balance. This kind of idea that, okay, we got to hurry up and throw it kind of hurts them in the sense of like, you know, when it's still a two score game, you still got plenty of, time to operate your offense you can still run the football but man they seem to just want to spread it around and throw it around the yard and i don't think that hurt i don't think that helps them i think it allows the defense to kind of pin their ears back and get after the quarterback and we certainly saw that today against aaron Rodgers, where i mean old habits bubbling up holding on to the football and i understand you're trying to make a play you're down multiple scores and you're trying to push the ball down the field but you got to have a clock in your head. How many times did we see Kirk Cousins today where 
Preston Smith is that close to a sack. And Cousins gets the ball out of his hand in rhythm. In the rhythm of the play, rather than Aaron holding the ball, tapping the ball, looking around, making... And then all of a sudden, he's surprised because there's a defender in his face. Throw it in rhythm. Hit the top of your drop. Make your reads. Dump it off. Or make your reads. Rip it. Throw it away if you have to. Saw precious little of that today from the Green Bay Packers. Badger Trio, what's up? Thanks for the super chat. Bright spot for me was Walker, and now he is hurt. Yes. I mean, the fact that they went down two inside backers today is not great. Um, But we'll see. You never really know initially coming out of the game how badly these guys are hurt. Um, We'll see. We'll see. But yes, he definitely looked gangbusters early on in the game. And before I get going any further, in case anybody missed it during the uh, kickoff um, prior to the game, etc., Cheesehead TV is proud to release our own beer. Look at this. Carry the G is our own beer here at Cheesehead TV, the official beer of Cheesehead TV. This will be available in the Green Bay area later this week and will be available in the Milwaukee area probably next week. Coming to a store near you in Wisconsin. Hope you will check it out. Here, here's a little. Come on, come on, come on. Let's do a little, little of this. There you go. Come on, drown your sorrows with me, people. If you got a beer somewhere, wherever you are, uh, it's time. Oh, listen to that. It's time. Con, thanks for the super chat. What's up, man? Matt LaFleur treating week one as week four in the preseason. Thoughts? I mean, I don't, I don't think he would ever admit to that. I don't think he would ever cop to it, but 17-game season, it's a long season, etc., Use this as your kind of proving ground for whatever you want to do offensively. I mean, surely feels like a pattern at this point. Zane, thanks for the super chat. I know Matt LaFleur teams lose one game. They destroy the next week. Go Pack Go. It's true. They have never lost back-to-back games in the regular season. Fun fact. Hopefully they keep it up next Sunday night in Lambeau against the Bears. AJ Vincent, thanks for the super chat. One, TD, TD drive should have been their offensive game plan for the whole game. Could not agree more. Two, Stokes look bad. Three, it's one game. Pappy fun. I would point you to the third point in response to your second point. I don't think Stokes looked bad. I think Stokes had a number of plays that look fine, even good. Certainly got taken advantage of once or twice. But I do not think he looked bad. I think he looked worlds better than what they've run out there at cornerback over the years. I understand guys are going to get theirs, but I mean, he gave up a pass to Justin Jefferson, who's had more yardage than any other wide receiver in his first two years in the history of the league. That's a league that spans a hundred fucking years. I, I, I can't, I can't get on board that he looked bad. I just, I just can't. PBWZR. Thanks for the super chat. Hey, next thoughts on maybe a lack of Aaron Jones. Feel like he should be an every down player. Understand Dylan being a beast, but maybe some wide receiver snaps. They utilized him kind of as a motion guy and they utilized him in the passing game a little bit. I was surprised that they didn't get the ball in his hands a little bit more, but I'm never going to begrudge them for getting the ball in AJ's hands in any way, shape or form. 
And I know I saw some people in our live chat were talking about like on that goal line carry, like, oh, Aaron, you know, Jones has a nose for the end zone. He could have gotten in there, et cetera. I don't think the blocking holds up anybody in that regard. It's an RPO. And by the way, can I just say, and this isn't to your to your super chat, I hate, I cannot express how much I hate running A.J. Dillon out of shotgun. And I know is an RPO there on the goal line, but man, just line it up and fucking pound the dude. Get your I-form or power formation, whatever you need, and just like let the dudes fire off the ball rather than this, oh, maybe I'll hand it off. Maybe I'll throw it to Big Dog. Oh, maybe I'll... No, just go. You got a yard. Play some power football. Button it up. RPO going to muck. Too old for this. Thanks for the super chat. Zach Tom Bombadil is the one and only goat. Dog? No dog yet, but yes, Zach Tom Bombadil came in and played really well. There's, like, no mistaking the fact that he got put in at left guard because, you know... um, Runyon suffered a some kind of head trauma. I know he was being evaluated for a concussion, was the nomenclature that they use. But Tom came in there and played well. And it just blows my mind. And I know everybody on that staff has forgotten more about football than I will ever know. But it blows my mind that they run Hanson out there over Zach Tom. It just it's so blazingly obvious that he is one of their best five. And I I get that, or I don't get, but I understand in the sense of their thinking is guys who have had snaps, right? Guys who have been in the league, guys who have had reps, which Hanson certainly has, you know, having been in their system for a while. But, man, Zach Tom is so clearly better. And I don't get this false meritocracy, if you will. I just kind of blows my mind. Uh, Soder, what's up, buddy? Thanks for the super chat. Realistically, I knew it was going to be a struggle. Sons, Bach, and Jenkins, but I didn't expect that. Must win next week because 0-2 can sink his season. 0-2 is tough. Not that it can't be done because it's been done, but 0-2 can be definitely a harbinger of doom, so to speak. But, hey, we were here last year, right? Coming off 0-1, everybody doubting them. We'll see how they respond. And don't forget, in that first game after the debacle in Jacksonville last year, that first half against the Lions did not look very good. That was less than inspiring. We'll see if they can turn it around earlier than the second half in week two. Travis, I bet Greg Jennings loved this game. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Y'all are crazy. Kenneth, thank you for the super sticker. Greatly appreciate it, buddy. Aaron. Thank you for the super chat. So many four-man rushes, we got to put on some pressure. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I think if you're Joe Barry, you're thinking, okay, these guys really collapsed the pocket all summer long and certainly did it, you know, not just against the Packers front, but against the Saints front. And you're thinking, okay, I can play coverage and rush four, which I am more than fine with. But the amount of zone and man match that they played, blew my mind and the fact that you don't have Jair Alexander following Justin Jefferson basically all over the yard absolutely kills me it absolutely kills me I don't get it talk about overthinking it yes you want to mix it up you want to keep them guessing I get all that the man it is a fucking title fight 
Justin Jefferson has more yardage, as I said, more than any other wide receiver in the history of the game in his first two seasons. And you're going to run out Preston Smith in the slot against Justin Jefferson? Come on. Come on. And I know some of that is what the call is, and then they adjust, and you have to adjust, and your assignment as an outside backer is you got to slide out there. I get it. But, man, why are you running this fucking soft-ass zone against one of the best dudes in the league when you have Jair Alexander? Why did you pay Jair Alexander? If you're just going to let him sit on the side and take some guy who's clearly just running a clear out. I mean, is that really the best use of your resources? Is that your gig? Really? That's the shit that blows my mind. I don't care about the the four-man rush. Totally get it. And no, they did not get home nearly enough. Although I will say, once again, as I pointed out earlier, Preston Smith is on the precipice of two sacks in that game, but the quarterback gets the ball out of his hands in rhythm. I know Packers fans aren't used to that because they have a quarterback who pats the ball and holds it forever. But it is fascinating to see how it all plays together. Curious. Kenneth, thanks for the super chat. Why did Rodgers hold the ball so damn long? O-line young. Yes, I get it. It's frustrating. And hell, you look. listen to me. I'm frustrated as hell. But, you know, the man has won back-to-back MVPs playing the way he does. He's won four MVPs overall. He's always held the ball. It's who he is. You can't, like, be excited and happy when he does it and they are scoring points and they're marching up and down the field and then be ready to kick him to the curb, which I'm certainly not. But I definitely get the frustration. Gobsmack, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Goody comes to LaFleur should be tried for attempted murder on Rodgers for starting Newman and Hanson on the right. Defense crapped the bed. Disappointing. Another week one turd. Shame on the mess. All right, well, let's dial back on putting these guys in jail. They certainly uh, did not look great week one here, but we'll see how things develop. We'll see how things go along here in the season. It is a long year. We heard Matt talk a lot about that throughout the last couple weeks. Undoubtedly, once, hopefully, Bakhtiari and Jenkins get out there, things will look significantly better and very different. What else we got? Brandon, thanks for the super sticker. Appreciate it, buddy. Garrett, thank you for the super chat. For us non-drinkers, perhaps a carry the G soda. Uh, Maybe someday. Baby steps. Baby steps. I mean, this would look like a good soda, wouldn't it? That would be a good soda. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Ronaldo, thanks for the super chat. What happened with our defense? They were out there a lot. I mean, there's no doubt that Joe Barry, his approach was very mystifying, especially early. But they were out there a lot. I mean, they got off the field on a number of occasions. And the offense did absolutely nothing with it. So, you know, giving up 23 in week one, I, I can't. I don't hate it. I'm sorry, but I don't hate it. That should still have been a game. And that's what I was talking about at the start of the stream. It's like, it's not the fact that the Packers lost. You know, I take an L. Fine, I get it. But the fact that they were so uninspired and so completely ill-prepared, seemingly, with a lack of heart, 
that's where you get concerned and you're like, what the, you know? Uh, so we got folks, Brandon, thanks for the super chat. We have an elite corner offense feeds off defense, vice versa. Jair is faster and quicker than Jefferson. However, we let him beat us with crosses over the middle waste of an elite corner. I mean, I'm not going to say it's a waste of him, but I don't get it. I don't understand the approach. Like I said earlier, like you're having him take guys who are running clear out routes. I don't, that I don't get. That's to me again. Why'd you pay him? Why do you have this amazing asset? If you don't want to utilize him, that'll never make sense to me. You think Alexander is the type of dog to say, put me on Jefferson Brandon. That's a really good question. I know Jair was asked about it earlier in the week. And he definitely gave what I considered a pretty political answer, but I would hope. I mean, he better say that when they come into Lambeau. I definitely don't want to see a repeat of this performance, but I hope Jair is that guy. No question. Bad in here. Thanks to Super Chat. Hey, Aaron, small positive. Walker looked pretty darn good, right? Hopefully not a major injury. Very much agreed. Said that on the live stream. He 1 billion percent looked apart. Explosive. Absolutely sure tackler, guy who gets guys on the ground immediately, rangy. I'm all in. Mike Niggs is hammered. I wish I was hammered, dude. That would make this fucking loss feel a hell of a lot better. I got Mike McCarthy on my fucking screen going like this. Good Lord, I wish I was hammered. Uh, Nathaniel, thanks for the super chat. I don't know how Matt doesn't adjust until the second half or later. Well, it depends on what you're talking about. Like, you got to remember, Aaron is part of that. Like, you want to talk about Matt adjusting, and I get it, but Aaron's a big, 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 big part of that. You know, it takes both of them. Remember last year in that building, they did not get going on offense until the very last drive of the first half, which is what I kind of expected today. And they seemed to kind of start turning around until they kept shooting themselves in the foot, essentially. So, yeah. I feel you. Otis, thanks for the super chat. Positive. Everyone's off on fantasy, so I took negative. Aaron looks like he doesn't trust a single wide receiver. I mean, you're not lying on that last part. Holy cow. Although, by the way, where was Bob Tunyon? Big Bob Tunyon had a nice big reception up the right sideline. I thought, okay, we're cooking with gas. And then he just never went back to him until the fourth quarter. Got to get him more involved. Got to get these guys, if you don't trust the wide receivers, get the other guys involved in the offense. We saw a couple throws to the backs, and I'm all for it, but, yeah. Get Bob Tunyon involved. Ed, thanks for the Super Chat. What was Jordan Love's QB rating? Good question. Um, I've got it right here. It was 118.8. Aaron Rodgers was 67.6. Of course, Jordan Love was going up up against a pretty much prevent defense. Daniel, Aaron controls that shit. Let's quit lying to ourselves. Wants to play spread BS. Run the damn ball. Daniel, normally I would take you to task for it. You don't know what you're talking like. Blah, blah, blah. We're on the outside looking at... I gotta say, I kind of agree. Like, you can't look at the you know latter years with McCarthy and then look at what he's done with Lafleur and say anything else but I will say the man also won two MVPs while doing that so you know again I get it's frustrating today I get it's frustrating after this loss 
man, they've won a boatload of games and they have scored a ton of points with this offensive approach, whatever this is, right? Oh my God. The Cowboys just ran the whole most hilarious end around ever. Speaking of end arounds, how about Christian Watson? If you're going to drop it deep, well, let's give you a little toss on the end around. You got a first down. So shout out to the kid. Evernight, thanks for the super chat. Glad preseason week four is in the books. On to week one against the Bears next week. I mean, I can't even disagree. I mean, it's pretty essentially what we saw today was preseason week four. Packers 0-1, bottom of the division. Here we go, folks. Let's keep ramping it up. Thank you so much. I'm going to get going. Can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers on gut reactions here. Look, folks, I know it hurts today. No doubt about it. Justin, final final super chat right here. 12, finally gets the vax, and today happens. Why, why do you got to go there, man? Why, why you got to go there? I'm immunized to this super chat is what I want to say. Deshaun Perry gets the last one. Rookie wide receivers look like they have potential. Yes, they do. That's the thing. Like, yes, 100% they do. We'll see how much uh, potential gets them on the field and or thrown to next week. Brandon, thanks to the Super Chat. Jair was shaking his head as if he looked frustrated when Jefferson caught his balls. Jair wants the best. He is a dog. I don't disagree, man. Definitely don't disagree. All right, everybody. Got to get going. Have a great night. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on Packers Daily. I'll be back in the afternoon. Uh, I'll have good, bad, and the ugly up later tonight. Thank you so much. Please, please, please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.